0: Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context, Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, everyone. This is Thomas A. Deloach, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of Two empower you. On today's show, I want to talk about be confident. I want to give you five reasons why you should be confident in the things of God. So I want you to take some copious notes if you can. If not, I want you to listen intently because I believe these five nuggets of truth have the potential to change your life. In 1 John chapter 5 verses 14 through 15, It says, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. I don't know about you, but this verse of scripture puts a real big smile on my face. Because many times in my walk with God, I've wondered and questioned, God, are you listening to me at all? But this should wipe away all doubt and fear because the Bible firmly says that if we ask anything, but it has to be in accordance to his will, we can stick our chest out and know that God is listening to our conversation and he is ready and willing to answer those prayers. Because the reality is that failure has a great ability to shake one's confidence. And if I could define confidence, I would say it like this the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. It's a firm trust, a firm persuasion, or the state of feeling certain about the truth of something. And I want you to know that you can stand on the Word of God and know beyond the shadow of a doubt that if you can't trust anybody, you can put your trust in God and know that he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. And I love that because there are times in our life where people... They let us down. They've got great intentions. They say this, they say that, but many times they just don't come through. I'm so glad that I've learned throughout my walk with God that when people say no, God says yes. He has an open door that He's already provided for us. And when we stand firm on that, He knows how He's going to bring us through. Let me give you point number one God provides. Everything we need for the journey. That's what I want you to know today, that God is going to provide for you, even now, everything you're going to need for the journey. God will never ask you to do something without providing everything you need for that particular assignment. God gives you what you need, not the extras. And I had to learn that. When God is talking to me and speaking to my heart to do some things, he knows what I need. But he's not worried about giving me extras because he wants me to stay focused on the task. Because many times we want extras because we don't believe that we have enough. And I've been there that I thought I didn't have enough. And I'm like, God, I don't know if this is enough to do what you've called me to do. And this is why we need faith. We need faith to understand that if God is calling me to do something, then he's going to give me what I need and when I need it and where I need it. And he's going to send it to and through the particular person that he's already ordained after the counsel of his own will. So I've got to trust God and know that what he gives me is enough. As a matter of fact, God can do more with less. He doesn't have to overload you with a bunch of things because God is very meticulous about what he wants you to do. and He just doesn't want to give you something that will cause your heart to focus in another direction. So I want you to understand and know, and this is why you can be confident because God is going to provide for you everything that you're going to need for the journey. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, it says, let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. You know as well as I do, we need grace. And that word grace is divine empowerment. It's divine enablement because we get weak on the journey. There are times where we want to just turn around and forget it all and throw in the towel. But God says, I want you to approach my throne and know that I'm going to give you some grace, some mercy, some divine empowerment, something that you're not entitled to. Because I don't want to see you fail. I want to see you succeed. And I want you to see yourself succeeding and knowing that when God calls you to something, He doesn't sponsor any fails, any flub ups. There's no failure in God. And I want to say this to you. There's no failure in you. The God in you cannot fail. And God's going to give you everything you need for the journey. In Luke chapter 10, I believe it is in verse number four, it says, carry neither purse nor script nor shoes. And salute no man by the way. When I look at this little snapshot of scripture, it lets me know that God is helping them to realize you don't need to take all this extra stuff again. God says, I'm not going to give you no extras. I don't want you to depend and be loaded down with all of this. I want you to have faith in what I said to you, what I've articulated to you, because when you need it, it will appear when you need it, I've got your back. That's number one. God provides everything we need for the journey. Number two, God promises to protect you. And here's what this means. When God sends you out, he won't let anything happen to you. I want you to get that down in your spirit. God says, I won't let anything happen to you. So if you got to go by car, train, or plane, you gonna be protected? You know that we live in an hour where fear is running rampant, especially with this coronavirus, especially with police brutality. You know, Many times we leave our homes, we don't know if we're going to come back, we don't know what we're going to face, and this stuff can mess with you. Watching TV and all of this negative energy and negative commentary can really get in your spirit and really ruffle your feathers and put you in a state of panic, but I want to calm you down today and help you to understand that if God sent you out, do you actually think he's going to let somebody or something take you out? Absolutely not. So I want you to understand that when you leave your home, we're not taking for granted that when we leave the house, we're going to come back. But what I'm saying to you is when God has an assignment on your life, he has the ability to carry you through that day and dare the devil to touch you. I want you to know when you get in the car with somebody, you're going to make it to your destination. You're going to make it back home. If you get on a plane, don't be afraid. The plane can't go down because I've got an assignment. I've got something that God has put in my heart for me to do. And God does not want us to operate in fear because fear will mobilize you. It'll keep you stuck. It won't move you in the direction where you want to go. You can't move. It'll keep you in a stalemated situation. It will hinder your progress. And God is saying to all of us today that I don't want you to move in fear. I want you to move in faith and know that God has called you for such a time as this. He has put within your means to do something extraordinary. And he don't want you to be afraid of anything or anyone. In Genesis chapter number 28, verse number 20 says, and Jacob vowed a vow saying, if God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on, verse number 21, so that I can come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. So Jacob is saying, Lord, if you can do this for me, then I'm going to make sure that I make you my God. And we know God never lies. God can't lie. And God did exactly what he said he would do. And Jacob did what he said he would do. And this is the partnership that we can have with God. In Proverbs chapter 3, verse 26, it says, for the Lord will be my confidence. Look at this who's my confidence? The Lord will be my confidence and will keep my foot From being caught. I want you to know when you make God your confidence, not people, not things, because it's so easy for us to put our confidence in things and put our confidence in people. But I want you to know when you can put your firm persuasion and say, you know what, I'm back to the wall. The fire is trying to burn me. The water is trying to drown me. But I'm not going to go down like that. God is going to keep my feet from being caught in the trap. In Proverbs chapter 14, verse number 26, it says, in the fear of the Lord, one has strong confidence. Check that out. That word fear is not being afraid or shaken. It means reverential fear that I reverence God, that I love him so much that when I hear his voice, when he speaks to me, I stop what I'm doing and listen to exactly what he's saying. And when we put God in that position and in that place, the Bible says we have strong confidence and his children will have a refuge. That's the next generation, that when you put your faith in God, when you understand that I'm going to reverence God, I have strong confidence And I can pass that on to my children and they can have a refuge in the time of trouble. And our children now more than ever need something to look forward to, not houses, not cars, not none of those things. They need to know that because of what my parents taught me and because of the reverential fear that they have for God, I've got a refuge in him in the time of trouble. In 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 3, it says, But the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and guard you against the evil one. This is why you can be confident. And this is why I'm giving you a lot of scriptures today, because I want you to anchor your heart in, not what the media is saying, not what people are saying, not what's going on in the rumor mill. That stuff can't help you. I want you to anchor your faith in the promises of God. I want you to anchor your heart and know that when the storm is raging, the billows are rolling, everything is happening in your life. I want you to anchor your faith in what he said. He said, I'm going to establish you. I'm going to guard you, protect you. You know, people out in the world, when they're doing wrong and they know they are, the first thing that they do, they get a bodyguard. get somebody to protect them. And even on the flip side, people who are doing well in life, they're afraid when they go out because they might be a superstar or somebody of well-to-do status and they got to get somebody to guard them and protect them because maybe they feel like they've got haters and somebody's going to take them out. But I want you to know you don't need a gun, a knife. You don't need any protection or a bodyguard. You've got the word of God. The word of God is the greatest weapon you could ever have in your life because the truth is everybody huffing and puffing and saying how strong they are. As soon as trouble comes, they run, they go the other direction. But I want you to know you can whip out the word of God and slay your enemy and let him know and understand you're not going to take me out. I've put my firm trust in God and whatever turn, whatever take I make, God is going to guard me. He's going to protect me from from the evil one. Number 2, God promises to protect you. Here's number 3. Whatever you face in life, you will overcome it. And whatever is in front of you, the God in you will move it. Look at Mark chapter 11. Let me give you this verse of scripture. Mark chapter number 11, starting at verse number 23 through 24. It says, "Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what they say will happen. So you see, say in this particular passage, not pray, but say to the mountain that this will happen. It will be done for them. Here's verse number 24. Therefore. I tell you, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. This is why you and I can be confident in prayer. And this is one of the number one reasons why the enemy doesn't want us to pray because he knows the power of prayer. He know God will listen to us when we pray according to his will. He know God stands ready to answer our prayers. And when we know this beyond a shadow of a doubt, We won't let anything or anyone push us out of our prayer place. Prayer is our inheritance. Prayer is the very essence or should be the very essence of our life. And so I want you to know that whatever you're going to face today, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, you can overcome it. And whatever is in front of you, the God in you will move it. Watch this. God is just not up in heaven. He's ubiquitous. He's everywhere. God is in you. Maybe you need to get that revelation and maybe say it even now. God is in me. Take God out of the sky. Take him out of the heavens. Take him out of this lofty place and understand when he saved you, he dropped his presence inside of you. God wants to live in you. He wants to partner with you. I want you to think about all the partnerships that we laud and applaud. I'm a sports junkie, so you know I look at sports shows and I, I love basketball and different things like that. And they talk about the greatest teams of all time, whether it's football or basketball. And they say all of these people that play together and different things like that. I want you to know the greatest players on the planet they've got nothing on you and God. I want you to think about that. All the players that have ever played in, there were some really great ones. They don't compare to you and God. You and God are the greatest combo that ever hit the planet. And when you know that, you can be confident, catch this, that you're going to win. I had to get that revelation. I'm thinking to myself, I'm struggling and I'm going through and trying to figure things out and and nothing is coming to pass. And I got this revelation that the God in me cannot lose. God is a champion. God says I'm undefeated. I got somebody living inside of me that has never lost. Get that. That sports people that play the game, they win and they lose. But notice we never lose with God. We always win. So I want you to magnify this in your heart. And this is the number one reason you can be confident because whatever you're facing, you're going to move it. Whatever you're facing, you're going to overcome it because God lives inside of you. In First John chapter number four, verse number four, it says, little children, you are from God and have overcome them for he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. I want you to think about that. Little children, you are from God. Catch this. Here's the revelation that God gave me. You came through your mother, not from your mother. That's a difference. We come from God. We don't come from our parents. God says that I just caused your mom and dad to come together and create you. And all of us come through the womb of our mothers, but we don't come from them. So God is saying that you are not a mistake. I put you on the planet for such a time as this. And when you come from God, man, you coming from somebody great. You coming from somebody powerful. Many people, we try to track our history and we want to find out what tribe we come from or what nation we come from, because many times we're just trying to find out where we fit in the world. But I want you to know, man, nobody, no tribe, no nation, no creed is better than God. You come from the Best, the creme de la creme. My God, you come from royalty. You come from greatness. Nothing can stop you. So when you understand that you come from God, know that you've already overcome the enemy, because greater is He that lives in you than He that lives in the world. I want to give you one more scripture: First Corinthians chapter ten. Verse number 13, it says that no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. Think about that. No temptation that you'll ever go through is not common to man. So in other words, whatever you going through, it has to be common to to man. And many times the enemy wants to tell us that what we're going through, we're the only ones on the planet dealing with it. And then we get in a depression, we get in a stupor, we get down and out because we think that what we're dealing with is greater than somebody else. But that's not what the Word of God says. But the scripture goes on to say, God is faithful. Tell yourself that. God is is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted or even taken out beyond your ability. Do you understand that? That God is so faithful that he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. I'm telling you, man, this is why we can be confident because when I read the word of God and I read it over and over and again and again, and that's what I'm doing in these little snapshots as I'm giving you these points, I'll read something again or overemphasize something because that's how I read the word. That's how I digest it because you can miss something trying to read the word of God like a magazine. Slow down and read it and take in every word because it might be that one word in that passage that wakes up your spirit and shakes you loose from everything that's got you bound. I want you to know you are going to make it. Point number four, God can always make a way. Here's what I mean by this. When God says to do something, he's already talked to those people to help you. And when you hit a dead end, a dead end road, another one will appear. I've learned that so many times that when God has called me to do something, many times I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know how long it's going to take for it to happen. But one of the things that I've realized that when God is asking me to do something and I don't have the resources, I don't have the money, I don't know who to talk to. What God wants me to do is get up and start doing what he's told me to do, because he's already talked to somebody who has what I need. And when I start moving in faith, that person, that God has assigned to my life, they start moving and we meet somewhere in between. I've seen it happen time and time again. The greatest thing that I've ever done is start a church. It's the hardest thing to do because there are so many things You feel like you need so many things that you want to do for God. But one of the things that I found out when you get in God's will, he has people who will give you things. I mean, people have given me tables and chairs and sound systems and microphone and money, and they've sponsored our church. And I mean, it's too many things to name. I have to tell you that I would have never seen any of this stuff If I have just sat still and waited for God to bring it to me, I had to get up and put some feet to my faith. And I've had times and seasons where I got to a place where there was a dead end, but then another way was made. This is why we can be confident because God can always and will always make a way for you and I. In Matthew chapter 21, it says, and when they drew near unto Jerusalem and were come to Bethage unto the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two of his disciples saying unto them, go into the village over against you and straightway ye shall find an ass tied and a coat with her. Loose them and bring them unto me. Verse three, and if any man say unto you, ye shall say, the Lord hath need of them. And straightway, catch this, he will send them. Verse number four, all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet saying, tell ye the daughter of Zion, behold, the king cometh unto thee, meek and sitting upon an ass and a coat, the fowl of an ass. Verse 6, and the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded. Verse 7, and brought the ass and the coat and put on them their clothes and they set him thereupon. I read all of this to help you to understand in context that Jesus sent them out But he said, I've already selected, I've already talked to what I need, and they've got to loose it and let it go because it belongs to me. Notice that Jesus didn't have to go. He sent them to go, and he already told them what was going to happen. But one of the things in this passage I don't want you to skip by is that it had to be fulfilled because it was already prophetically spoken that Jesus was coming, and it was already prophetically spoken what he was going to ride in on. And what I want to say to you today, and this is why we can be confident that God is going to make a way because your life is prophetic, not pathetic. It's prophetic that whatever God has said, according to your life, he has already set up the scenario for you. All you've got to do is step out and know that all the resources All the things that he is going to bring your way has already been provided. Don't worry about the money you don't have. God is your source. As a matter of fact, I want you to say that to yourself. God is my source. The God in me is my source. My job is not my source. So if they fire me today, God's got another way because he's my source. And so I want you to be confident and know that no matter what happens, no matter what comes your way, God's got you covered. Number 5. God rewards those who confidently follow his will. That's what I want you to know. That God will reward those who confidently follows his will. God will compensate you well If you stay on course, and I want to admonish you today, stay on course. It's so easy to be taken off of course because we get distracted, we get frustrated, we get tired, we get wearied, and everything else in between. But I want you to know God will reward you if you follow his will and he compensates and he pays well. Here's Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35 and 36. Therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward. Verse 36 says, for you have need of endurance, so that when ye have done the will of God, ye may receive what is promised don't throw away your confidence. You know why? Because it's your very confidence in God that's going to bring you your reward. But the Bible also lets us know what we need, we need to endure we need to push forward we don't need to quit because of the struggle because of the trial because of the tribulation because of the trouble all of these things can stop you and put you in a situation where you don't even want to go forward where you don't even want to move on but i again want to admonish you and let you know don't quit. You need to endure and persevere so that you can receive what God said. God already knows what he's put inside of you. And yes, I realize that there are times and seasons where you say, God, I did not sign up for this. No, I didn't sign up for this, but I want you to know that God has brought you too far to leave you now. Why would He leave you stranded now? God is not that kind of God. God says, I will reward you and I do pay. Here's Mark chapter 5, verse 25 through 29. Here's going to be my last scripture for the day. A certain woman which had an issue of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but grew worse. Verse 27, when she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. Notice verse 28. This is what I like. For she said, if I may touch his garments, his clothes, I shall be made whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. This is why we can be confident. This is why we can again know that regardless to what we going through, we gonna make it. Notice what this woman said. This is not what Jesus said. This is what this woman said. She said, if I can touch the hem of his garment, I'm going to be made whole. You got to talk to yourself when you don't even want to talk to yourself and tell yourself by faith how this is going to turn out. This woman was smart. She was intelligent and she had gone through so many things in her life. And I don't care what you say, when you're suffering for something for 12 hours, 12 minutes, 12 days, 12 months. That's a long time. She was going through this for 12 years. That is an extreme long time to be going through anything. And so I'm sure she had every reason known to man not to do or not to move in on what she believed she could get. Because I'm sure that as she was pressing her way to Jesus, even weak and tired and trying to see, is this worth it? But something in her said, you've got to touch the hem of his garment. And if you do, you're going to be made whole. And what happened? She was rewarded. She got healed, set free, delivered all in a touch. Yes, yes. That's the power of God's word. When your faith is telling you and impressing you to do something, do it because there's a reward behind that. And God many times will hold all he has for you and give you all you missed out on in one touch from him. I want to encourage you. To touch God with your faith, we can be confident and know beyond a shadow of a doubt that he hears us, he listens to us, he'll make a way, he'll do everything he promised. God rewards those who confidently follow him and he will compensate you if you stay on course. Don't look to the right, don't look to the left, keep your face Straightway, Keep your faith looking up to Jesus and understand that he's going to do us real good. That's all that I want to share with you today. I hope and pray that there was something I said. One of these five nuggets resonated with you. I want you to be confident. Be confident. Don't be afraid. Don't be sad. Don't be in trouble. Don't be weary. Don't be tired. I know life gets hard sometimes, but God has a way of escape for us. Listen, I want you to go to my website, thomasadeloach.com. Look there. If you haven't been there before, go there, thomasadeloach.com, or drop me an email at info at I want to know that these episodes are being a blessing to you. I'm praying for you. I believe in the God in you. I'm excited about your future. I want to tell you again, be confident because help is on the way. Take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to my show to empower you. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com. And follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be Be empowered. empowered.